Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hi, welcome back to Connections with Eva Longoria. I'm Eva Longoria. And, you know, I've been doing all of these episodes because I love seeking connection in everything that I do. And so today's episode was something that burst out of a project I did, and it made me think about this idea about connections to our identity, connections to our home country, (laughs) connections to a country some of us may never have been, like connections to our nationality, our cultural identity, And I directed a show called Gordita Chronicles about a Dominican family who moves from the Dominican Republic to the United States and how they have to navigate that identity. And one of my best friends is the lead of this show, Diana Maria Riva. And we always have these conversations because like her, I'm a hyphenate. I'm Mexican-American. She's Dominican-American. And so we straddle that hyphen of... Uh, living in two identities all the time. Like, like it's not like people, you're half, you're half Mexican, you're half 
American. I'm like, nope, I'm 100% Mexican and 100% American at the same time. And so we navigate life sometimes with people constantly going, but where are you from? No, but really, where are you from? And Deanna and I have had this conversation many times. And so I want to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Deanna Maria Riva. Thank you, Eva Langoria Baston. <laughs> I mean, I, I could introduce you with listing all of your acting credits, but I think the biggest title you have in my life is Hermana. She's my Hermana. Uh, gracias, gracias. <laughs> that and that is a title that I hold near and dear to my heart. <laughs> we have a sisterhood. Deanna and I have known each other for so many years, and we met within 30 seconds. We're like, oh my God, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> and um, and through the years, we've had, how many times have we had this conversation? And specifically you, because those to those of you listening and may not know what Deanna looks like, she has this Midwest accent, and, <laughs> and she has dark skin and this beautiful curly hair. And I think she gets it more than I do of like, where are you from? <laughs> so tell people, where are you from? I am all the way from the Latino-saturated state of Ohio. I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio, and it was definitely a time where there was no one that really looked like me, had hair like mine in my community. It's changed very much at this point. It's grown a lot. And in my school, nobody spoke two languages. Nobody spent their summers in a foreign country visiting their family. So um, that's a little bit of a synopsis of my little background. Mm -hmm. And you spent your summers in the Dominican Republic, right? I am so grateful that every single summer I would tell my parents, I'm going with my and papito, my grandparents, I'm going to the DR for the summer. And they let me go. And I would miss out my the, the all three months of summer in Cincinnati to spend it completely submerged in the capital in Santiago with my family, with my cousins, just living day to day, going to camp. One year I left school early and finished there. And that kept the language alive. That kept the connection with my family alive. That I mean, you could drop me in the Dominican Republic and I would know where to go and how to get there. And with the culture not being really present in the community that I was raised in, it was wonderful to go back every summer and, and keep that alive in my heart and soul. So what do you think your connection is to your identity? How do you define yourself? You know, I've always said that I'm a woman with an American mind, but a Latin soul. And I think it's just (laughs) (laughs) men watch out, men watch out. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of passion in there and there's a lot of history to that passion. And I feel that it's part of what made me in my youth stand out in a way that made me uncomfortable because I didn't know how to identify it. But growing into a young woman and then into a mother, adult, I feel that it is what I've embraced the most now and what I'm most proud of. That passion, that vibrance that's in my history, that's in my vein, in my blood, in my in the generations before me, I feel come out of my hair, come out of my face, come out of my skin tone, and I embrace it and I love it and I'm proud of it. And so I feel like I'm a beautiful mix. Mm -hmm. So take me all or take me none at all. Yeah. And I think, you know, we as humans just try to put everybody in boxes. And so, okay, you're this, you're Latina, right? Okay. You're Italian. Got it. You know, and you're like, well, I, I, I'm, a, I'm 
kind of complex. The route is not linear. That's the big, the biggest thing is that the route is never linear. And I will tell you this, when I grew up, I didn't come to Los Angeles until I was 25 years old. And up until that point, any demographic box that I had to check only gave me in Ohio, white, black, or other. So I just thought those were the choices. When I moved out to Los Angeles at 25 and I filled out, I think I was getting my driver's license and it said white, black, Hispanic, Latino, non-white Latino, white Chicano Latino. I was like, wait, I didn't know there were so many subcategories. And yes, and and, and to this day, when I look at it, it still gets me because I swear every year they add another one. And I love that there's so much recognition of it, but it's it's also proof that it, it is a combination. It is never linear. Yeah. The reason I wanted to have this conversation about what our connection should be is because I feel like specifically when it comes to the United States, this melting pot today and, you know, historically has been seen as like, it's a bad thing that you're mixed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yes. a bad thing that you check, you checked that other box. Oh, you're an other. You're like, well, I'm not an other, I'm me. Right. Right. You know, how does you, how do you think that affects how American society views us? Well, I think I, I think that there are too many preconceived ideas and thoughts about what come with one background or the other. But I do feel that that's the richness of our country is that we have the we have such a melting pot, and to never go into anything assuming that one person is one thing or the other and how they identify or what their history is or what their background is. I feel like that's the lesson. The lesson is to to listen and hear what their story is because one Dominican story is not the same as the others. And that's something that I loved about Gordita Chronicles. Every immigrant story is as diverse as the immigrant themselves. And that's why in this country, we get very locked up in categorizing and stereotyping um, when everybody's story, even if your background is from the same country, your story and your, your journey is different. And I think the most important thing is to not get locked into what is preconceived. Yeah, I think that is a big problem within American society and globally. And that's why our jobs in the media is so important, right? Like, because if we keep perpetuating those preconceived notions in storytelling, then I think people have no choice but to believe that about a certain culture, right? Yes. Yes. There, I mean, we're, we're there to tell stories and not just one. We're there to tell as many stories as we can um, from as many different mm-hmm. perspectives as there are. And that's what makes it entertaining. Do we take artistic license? Well, yes, that's why it's called art. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. Stay Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. How do you? How did you raise your kids? You have two beautiful kids, and do they get any like? Are are you Latina? Like, how, what what did you instill in your your children as far as their connection to identity? Yes, I I have two beautiful children, as you said. I have a son who is in his final years of college, and a daughter who's just about to fly the nest, and I'm dealing with that. And um, they both, uh, the two of them, you know, we were, they were born and raised here in Los Angeles with no family. There, I don't have any other family here. So all of our family was out, outside of the state. And the most important thing for me was family connection. That is a dynamic in many cultures, but of course it's very, it's a huge dynamic in the Dominican culture, in the Latino culture. And spending my entire summers with my family was my thing. So how did I want to bring that to my children living 3000 miles away? Um, and that started with going back to Ohio twice a year where the bulk of my family was to spend those holidays with them and them coming out here and making sure that they were raised wanting and desiring to spend time with family. The Dominican Republic, the same thing, started taking them to the Dominican Republic and they still have, um, quite honestly, an entire slew of family to meet 
in the DR. We don't get a chance to see them, but they definitely see how the culture is and, and the vibe is and what we believe in. They hear us speaking Spanish when we're in the Dominican Republic. So my children sing. The culture was really about just keeping the family element alive. It's very easy to get isolated out here. And um, I'm happy to say it's not happened. Do they embrace that Dominican side? Oh, yeah. They love it. You know, in California, you do not have to take a foreign language more than two years. And I told them, okay, you're going to take it for four. Why? Because I'm first generation. You're second. You need to hold on or embrace this language as much as you can. I know you're not saturated in it, but it needs to be alive in you. And so they did. They did take to it very well. It was difficult for them because we're not in a home with parents or grandparents that are speaking it on a regular basis, but they had an appreciation for it. And I'll tell you what, when we go to the Dominican Republic and they are submerged in the language, they do appreciate being able to understand a good amount of it. They're not as fluent but they, you know, they can go by. And th- those little things like that are important to me, keeping the culture alive, sharing with them my childhood stories, showing them pictures, and hopefully continuing the traditions. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a, they say that we're born into cultures, but we're not born with culture. Culture is something that we learn. I agreed. Right. Like I learned, I learned how to make flour tortillas because that's where I'm from. I'm from Texas and we make flour tortillas. When I married Pepe, who's a Mexican from Mexico, he was like, why are you making flour tortillas? <laughs> Nobody eats flour. If you're a real Mexican, you don't eat flour tortillas. They, they eat corn. T- we have this corn flour debate every day <laughs> in my household. And I said, because I learned Yes. How to make flour tortillas. And that's part of my culture. And um, and I love that everyone has a culture and it doesn't even have to be, you know, we're talking about national identity because you and I straddle that hyphen. Mm -hmm. But like culture is any way of life or or values and beliefs and attitudes that we have. Like sometimes it's your religious culture. Sometimes it's your sexual orientation culture. Sometimes it's your occupation. We're in the actor culture, you know? Yes. (laughs) It's like, like I'm culturally Catholic. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I never heard it that put that way. And that is, let me tell you, when you're taking off on an airplane, like I was the other day and I found myself making the sign of the cross, I'm pretty sure. I don't even know when's the last time I've been to church. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm sorry if you're up there listening to but I'm just like, but I'm making the sign of the cross when the wheels go up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hedging your bets. That's what I call it. <laughs> Absolutely. But there is something comforting in that cultural identity for me. Like, I loved that I grew up with piñatas at every party. Absolutely. Right? Like, I love that I grew up with rice and beans. Oh, I yeah. loved that I grew up with Spanglish, right? Like, there, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what the word for. I went to the dermatologist the other day and I had a, I still don't, a, a mancha. A, a, it's not a stain. It's a, a mark. A, a mark? Mm-hmm. I, I was trying to tell the dermatologist I have sunspots. Yes. That's what I was trying right. to say. And I couldn't say sunspots. And I was like, I have like a una mancha right yes. here. It's a mancha. And he was like, you have a what? I'm like, yes. I don't even know. I don't know the English word for spot. Oh, a spot. Yes. A spot. Yeah. And uh, he's like, sunspot. And I'm like, eh, mancha. Mancha's better. Sunspot sounds <laughs> a little concerning. I, I feel the same way. There are days when my brain will tell me there is no better way to be effective in this moment than to say it in Spanish, that particular word in Spanish. <laughs> right. Because it is just, it has far more gusto. It has far more flavor. Yeah. And, you know, one of the other things, not just language, I do feel that when 
For example, when my children go reaching for the food, when they look for those Dominican dishes that I have continued in the family line here, then I feel like, okay, it's I'm doing my job here. I'm keeping the culture alive in them. I remember the first time I made a Thanksgiving dinner for a large group of Anglos, non-Latino people. The Dominican turkey is something so specific and special. It is just absolutely, you cannot compare it. It is so different in flavor, seeding. What's a Dominican turkey? Yeah, my friend, I cannot tell. You're going to have to come over for it because it's so complicated, but it's the way it is seasoned and flavored. It takes three days to prepare because you got lime and a brine, but the first day, but then it's the, the sazon uh-huh. that you have to make from scratch. Okay. And the sazon has a multitude of peppers, cilantro and oregano and garlic and whatnot. And you have to make that first. And that has to settle for a day before you put it all over in the turkey. And that has to marinate for a day. And it takes three days. And nobody got this recipe from my grandmother because of course she never wrote it down. And I remember at one point I was in my mid twenties. I was like, this, this recipe is going to die with her generation and we can't have it. So I literally took a pen, a pen and paper and she had an osterizer, a blender out. And she had all the ingredients there about to make the salsa, the sazon. And as I watched it, I literally just drew a picture with crayons. Okay. So up to this level of the blender, I put peppers and up to this level, you put garlic. I am the only one in the family at this point, mother and sisters included, father too, that know how to make this Dominican turkey. And now I'm in charge of making it at Christmas when I make them. But the first time I made it for a huge group out here in California, I was so nervous that they weren't going to eat it, that I made a regular traditional turkey, American turkey, Thanksgiving turkey, and mine. They did not eat the other turkey, they ate mine. And then from then on, I had to continue making it. So I do feel that we pass the culture down through food as well. Oh, yeah. It's, you, you, it's not common to be able to find Dominican Cuban. You can find Cuban food out here in Los Angeles, but it's not common to find some of those dishes. And I've had to just keep those dishes alive and my children go reaching for them. Yeah. And merengue. And music, and music, <laughs> and music, music for sure. I I had that same thing happen to me with tamales, and my aunt was the safeguarder, who was like my grandma. She was the safeguarder of all recipes, and wouldn't tell you them, by the way. Even if you asked, we tried to ask, and and then she passed away. And the first Christmas we had to do, there was like a huge fight. You're putting the comino in the wrong time, and the comino goes in the masa, not in the meat. Now the comino goes in the meat, and there was like a whole. Th- shit show. (laughs) And I remember too, like I just eventually researched my own recipes or whatever. And I found a wonderful one in the New York times. And at Christmas, I made my New York times ones. And everybody was like, see, now this is authentic. And I was like, oh, I'm actually, actually that's Rick Bayless. I think, I don't, I don't think that's Ann Elsa's like, (laughs) so culture can evolve. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. But I also, you know what I love? I feel like, especially in the United States where we live, you know, we have a right to know who we are and where we're from. And I think the people and the places and the stories of our families, how they got here, where they came from, really gives us all unique stories about who we are. And I think when you understand that connectivity goes beyond, I'm from Texas and I'm American, like you really can branch out into that history. And I think that connects us to each other in a better way. 
when you know where you're from and your diversity and your background, you kind of have empathy of like, oh my God, so where are you? What's your story? And I always feel like culture leads to like, hey, what's your story? Oh, how did that happen? Oh my God, your grandma had an affair. You know, you're like, (laughs) and that kind of gives me hope for more unity in this country that like the understanding our history and our cultural identity can help connect us more, not divide us more. Do you agree? I absolutely agree. And I think the key component is, first of all, knowing who you are and being comfortable in your skin. And in that way, I tell my kids all the time, I said, the sooner you know who you are and you get settled into your soul as to who you are and what you want in your life, the less you will compromise it throughout your life. The healthier your relationships will be and the more you will travel down that road of what's best for you. I think that is first core. We start with ourselves, right? And then it becomes about listening and acceptance. We are not like the other. We are all unique, as are our stories. And I do feel that the more we embrace that, the more connectivity we do have, the better our relationships are. And just looking to each other to see what are your areas of strength that may not be mine, but I can appreciate in you and vice versa. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I think, you know, cultural identity is also important because it it influences how we interpret and react to life, right? And I think what makes our connection to culture complicated is that a lot of these characteristics are, are unspoken. They're assumed, like you said, they're just preconceived, unconsciously developed standards. But those standards really come from society. And so I think when you're continually exposed to a cultural group, you just kind of accept those things as it's unspoken and it's it's unconscious. And so that's why I think like really digging into your history and going, okay, where am I from and what does that mean? It's such a beautiful journey to take on. I encourage everybody to kind of explore that identity if you haven't already. And if you have, dig deeper yeah, because it really can influence how we view the world. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, my mother was telling me after when Gordita Chronicles came out, my mother started sharing more and more stories of the things that she experienced when she came to the United States. She was 15, I think at the time. And she said that one of the things that really shocked her is at the time, there was such a lack of geography being taught in schools that No one knew where this island was that she had come from. And they all thought that she had come from the wild. Oh. Like they they would say things like, how does it feel to have a telephone in your house? Yeah. And my mother's (laughs) like, I was not in a, you know, I I wasn't out in in the rainforest. Like I lived in a house. And so it was just shocking to to see the difference. Now, I think there's been a lot of evolving since then, but we're never finished. There are so many things that come up that I don't know about other countries that I want to know. I want to be open to learning because, you know, knowledge is power. Knowledge is empathy and acceptance of other people. Right. Well, I think, you know, it's important to understand the power that cultural influences have on certain groups because it really affects how we treat each other in the store, at the doctor's office, in the parking lot. And I think a lot of people are going to have to unravel some assumptions and myths that they have about other cultural groups. Pepe, my husband, who's from Mexico City, went to high school here in the States. And so they did the same thing to him. They were like, do you have electricity in Mexico? And he's like, This was at the time, Mexico City is the largest city in the world. It had 25 million people. Like, he's like, yeah, yeah. We Do you ride horses to school? And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so much pollution in Mexico City because of the cars. Like, oh my God. So, like, coming from Mexico City, he was culturally shocked of how backwards this little town in Washington was. You know, he was just like, where have I landed? And how do they not have 
you know, a subway. Yeah. Like maybe he literally was like, this is crazy. But I think, um, well, you and I like to travel. And I do think when you travel, the easiest way into a culture, because people go, oh, I don't speak the language. I don't, you know, know this is food. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you can go to India and understand the people by eating the food. You can go to Mexico and go, I get it. I get what these people are about through the food because yes. food is such a, an expression of cultural identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think that, you know, I've been, I've been pounding the pavement since I graduated college and raising children and keeping in, in this career. But one of the things that I have not been able to do as much as I would like to is travel. And in traveling, I love what I learn about the culture and the easiest access to me with that is food. I don't even have to travel. I can have something glorious that I've never tasted before. And then that inspires me to want to get to know that country and the people of that country even more so. There's just, food is a unifier. Meals bring people together. They are at the core of every celebration, whether it be a funeral or a wedding. And I feel like that is where you can learn so much more about a culture is, is through the palate. Yeah, I agree. There's, I mean, I could be transported to France with a good croissant. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that you see, you learn about the people and what's important to them. I'll never forget a trip that I took to the Dominican Republic recently. And I was going to on a zip lining excursion and part of, to get to the, the, where we, we were going to the very top, I swear to you of the Dominican Republic, I'd never known that the mountains were this high. And so it was about an hour and a half travel up a mountain. And through that mountain, we were towns with people living in them with uh, their whole, like a whole little city, but built into this mountainside. And along the way, it was nothing but the coffee bean and cocoa bean that was just growing, just the vegetation was just lush and growing wildly. And you could smell it. So the first thing is that, you know, you're, you're being submerged in this culture by just the wonderful smell of the cocoa bean and of the coffee bean. And so the, the guy was telling us how this town survives off of this crop that they make their own coffee and they make their own chocolate. And I bought tons of coffee, tons of chocolate. (laughs) It was so spiritually delightful, but Um. I think it was even more so delightful, not just because it was so good. The chocolate was just divine, but it was because I saw how it was growing and and it affected all of my senses, my sight, my, my smell, even the visual of seeing the townspeople there and interacting and engaging with them and seeing how proud they were of their community and of their crop. And it just made it that much more delightful. And I thought I knew a lot already about that country. I I learned more in that moment. Yeah. Well, it it touched your heart. That's it. More than more than your senses. Absolutely. I mean, it was like absolutely. Oh, I I truly feel this. I, I'm so happy I had this conversation with you of all people because you're so in tune to that line to the heart of like our connection to to cultural identities can really heal a lot of divides yes. that we have in the world. Yes. I think that the more we know, the more we stand a chance. Think of it this way. Let's say we're arguing with someone and and somebody we're close to in a relationship and they just do not argue the way you do. They just process so differently. And then because you're in a relationship with this person and you know that person's just 
family background, I'm not talking just even culture, you know that in their family, they never discussed anything. They never communicated. And your family (laughs) talked about everything, you know, ad nauseum, just so much that you communicate differently. But once you understand that about the other person in the relationship, you realize what you have to develop empathetically and compassionately in that relationship to understand the dynamic that you're going to have with that person. It's not that they're doing it wrong. It's just that they know it differently than you do. That does not mean that just because my family talks about everything that we should always be talking. So there is a difference there. And I feel like it's the same with culture. The more you understand what a person's background is and how it differs from yours, it's not a compare and contrast by way of right or wrong. It's a compare and contrast by how to come together cohesively in a way that creates better understanding. I agree 100%. I just think, you know, connecting to yourself and your own story connects you to others. It just does. It's just A to B to Z. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. If we see each other on on TV or film and we see a family that maybe didn't have the same story, but you connect to that character, you connect to the way they deal with things or the way they look at things or outlook, or even if it's like, that's a part of me that's missing that I desire and you see it displayed in a character, there's something going on there. There's something happening there where you're opening yourself up to somebody else's way of being. And it, uh, it's it's the same in everyday life. Yeah. I love you so much. I love you And I'm you happy so I'm connected with you. <laughs> I, we're con- like I said, we're connected on so many. We both love to cook. We're both moms. We both are actresses. We both are crazy. Um, <laughs> so we have, a, we have a lot of communities in which we, we do. have identities too. <laughs> we, jump in a lot of, we jump in a lot of pools together. That's for sure. We do. We do. Um, I ask all my guests this. If you could recommend a book for our listeners to read, what's one of your favorite books it could be novel, nonfiction. It could be whatever you want. Okay. Well, I don't know if you've recommended this, but a very dear friend gave me this and I keep it <laughs> next to my bedstand and I yes, read it. Yes, that was me. Yes. I know it is. I know it's you. The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I keep it, like yep. you're sitting here, I'm sitting here in my bed for those of you who can't see. And I keep it on my nightstand because it is short, it's quick, it's to the point, but it is also a constant reminder. So I have to go back and refresh. And sometimes I literally will yeah. look up to, to the universe and say, what do I need to know today? And I will just open it up and it'll be something that just reminds me. So this is it, the four agreements. Yeah. He's going to be on the podcast next week. So <gasps> I, um, I know, I know it's an amazing conversation and you're right. It's such an easy book. It's simple. It's mm-hmm. go-to and it's just a reminder of how to be your best. I mean, yeah. just really, that's one of them, but like just in life, like I, I read that that's on my nightstand too, because I pick it up at night, I read it and I go to bed. I mean, yeah. it's just easy and applicable. And that's what I like with these books, these self-help books, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is Super helpful. Especially especially in this day and age where there's just a lot that we're looking at, reading about, hearing about, that's tugging at our hearts emotionally, socially. And this just, to me, keeps me in better alignment. I can't fight a good fight if I'm not aligned. If I'm misaligned, then I'm just fighting. Yeah. And I'd rather do it as steady and solid in my thinking and feeling as possible. Well, thank you for being on the show, Deanna. I love you. I love you. Thank you for having me, my glorious friend. Thank you so much for listening. I'm happy to be connected with you. Connections with Eva Longoria is a production of Unbelievable Entertainment in partnership with iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. 
For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca, o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.